This is the Ag Queen Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. In this podcast, I visit with the movers and shakers of those that are shaping the agriculture industry. And today, Pauline Cantero joins me. She is the head of business development and partnerships with FarmWise. I have not done an interview with FarmWise before, so I'm excited to learn more about this emerging company and what they're doing in robotics. Pauline, you have an interesting connection on how you got started with FarmWise being from France. So tell us more about you and about the company. I So I grew up on a cattle ranch in the northwestern part of France and you know always wanted to find a path in agriculture. I have a business background, business management, and then moved to Silicon Valley about six years ago and really wanted to get involved with the emerging ag tech scene. And I got connected with the founders of FarmWise who also happen to be French. We're a US incorporated company, but we do have a few Frenchies on the team. And through connection, I joined about three years ago. And so I've been kind of overseeing the entire business development from you know thinking about where do we expand in terms of regions and crops, overseeing marketing effort and strategic business decision-making. So the company has been in existence for how long altogether then? Yeah, the company has been around for four years and a half and we're growing pretty fast and it's been you know, an amazing journey. But yeah, four years and a half is when we were born officially. Okay. Tell me now, Pauline, what is FarmWise? Tell me about the company itself. Yeah, so FarmWise um, is in business to help vegetable farmers transition into a new era of resource constraints. They are experiencing a lot of pressure on the regulatory and environmental sides, starting you know, with labor shortages and you know, pesticides that can be banned from market fairly easily. So our really first battle, so to say, is around automating a lot of very labor intensive processes on vegetable farms. And the very first product we brought to market is an automated mechanical weeders that essentially help automate the process of hen hoeing, um, which is very common in crops like lettuce, cauliflower, celery, broccoli. And so today we've developed a, a fleet of, of robots, or you can call them machines, that are operating every day on large scale farming outfit and really helping with all the weeding challenges that they're facing. Pauline, does FarmWise then primarily work with fruit and vegetable crops or do you work with other types of crops too? Yes, right now we're only working in specialty crops and mostly focus on vegetables. So your lettuces, brassicas, celeries, artichokes, radicchio, Stuff that are grown for the fresh market, but also processing. And next year we are entering processing tomatoes, melons, peppers. So really extending the list of crops that we can tackle. And, you know, over the next three years, probably adding more as well. Does FarmWise actually do manufacturing then? Do you manufacture those automated um, things that you just mentioned? So Historically, we partnered with a manufacturer based out of Michigan called Rausch, and they brought to life, they welded the metal of our third generation of machine, but first commercial fleets. So we call them Titans. So we work with them and we're now, you know, in the process of designing and negotiating contracts for the next generation of machines that will hit the ground in 2022. And we're likely going to be working with more on a 
you know, specialized contract manufacturer. So we do not manufacture. This is a skill and an expertise in itself. And some companies are really good at that. But we do design from head to toe the machine. Got it. So your company, FarmWise, takes a design idea, puts it down and gets it, has it actually manufactured. And then do you help with placement uh, with the different farms who are wanting this technology? Yes, absolutely. And then I'd say it's not just design. It's also, you know, all the software that gets embedded into the machines and then operating the machine. So the specificity of FarmWise today is that contrary to, you know, the common, I'd say, traditional business model at play in agriculture, we are deploying our equipment as a service. So farmers will contract with us on a, you know, per acre basis. We're showing up with the machine, transporting the machine to each field, you know, completing the weeding job, maintaining the equipment, and then bringing them back and doing all the software updates, et cetera. And we have a teleoperations team that helps, you know, support the machine when, when needed. And so the farmers essentially don't have to bear all this, I would say, technical and financial risk. And this is a pretty unique thing in the industry. And that's really tremendous for us because it's encouraging us to be working out in the field every day and getting a lot of working on our product market fit, customer validation. And for farmers, it's it's a pretty nice bet. Um, they don't have to put a lot of cash up front. It's pretty low risk. And they're also getting familiar with pretty novel technology. So like we do see a lot of benefits as as to operating as a service. So Essentially, we do have a strong engineering team, but we also have operations people, people who are boots on the ground, taking care of the equipment, operating the equipment. So farmers essentially lease the equipment. So they do not lease. They see us as a, a service provider. Okay. So they, I see. Kind of like um, if you were going to have your crops dusted, you would pay to have that service done. They are going to come in, they're going to apply whatever they're going to apply on your field, and then they're out. So this is the same type of thing as that. Exactly. Got it. Okay. How many, I'm curious, Pauline, how many different machines do you currently have in operation? Yeah, we have a fleet of 12 machines doing work every day in and out, and we're building more so we can expand adding more customers and also doing more acres within each account. So that's coming up for next year. You mentioned the software side of things. I get that for operation. But does the software also collect data at all or anything like that? Yeah. So the machines are leveraging two types of, of, I would say, buzzword technologies. One is AI and the other side of that is robotics. And so AI is all about data collection, data analysis, and then assessing this data to help machines make informed decisions. And so we collect images of crops. So our machines have a lot of sensors on board and cameras and are taking a look at crops within the the field and collecting images of crops and weeds. And based upon these images, the system will make a decision. It's being taught to detect crops from weeds and locate the meristem of each crop so that we can then calibrate mechanical tools with a high degree of precision. So that's probably also helpful for the farmer. So they can uh, maybe be more aware of where some of their weed pressure is than they might not have known about had they done just a visual scout. Exactly. So that's definitely something that we are working on today. There are a lot of data that we collect in order to do like data points, metrics that we collect in order to do 
the jobs that we do. So mechanically cultivating in between the crops and, and in between the seedlands and in the furrows, things like plant counts, weed pressure. And so this data has power and is beneficial. And so we are looking to transmit or give this data back to the farmers through like, you know, a dashboard or an app where they can see, okay, block number A, where weeding was completed last week, had this amount of weed pressure. And then maybe that can help target those weed with chemicals early in the season in pre-emergence. The goal is really to help them, I'd say, have better insights of what's going on really in the field and hopefully just help them make better decisions for, for their business. What would you say is the average time, like, say per acre, just on average, how long does it take for the the machine to go through one acre and do its job? Yeah. So the way we look at coverage will really depend on a lot of factors, wheat pressures, crop density, certain crops are planted at a higher density than others. And that, you know, can slow us down or allow us to go faster when there is a big spacing in between the crop, a large spacing. It will also depend on soil conditions because we have blades in the ground. If, you know, the bed preparation was done beautifully and the soil is wonderful, that allows us to fly. When soil conditions are tougher, well, no machines will have an easy time there. So we have designed our Titan, our current machine, to be covering between 10 to 15 acres a day. And that really depends, again, on all those factors. So that's usually the bracket. Do you take the machines all over the United States or do you stay basically in a California area right now? Yeah, so we're mostly right now focused on the coastal regions of California, uh, operating Salinas Valley, also known as the Salad Bowl, where a lot of your green vegetables are grown nine months out of 12. And then we're moving our equipment to Arizona, so southern desert of California and Arizona, for the winter season when um, they take over the Salinas, essentially, production. And we have plans to expand out of California and Arizona. But as I say, we only have 12 machines operating today. So for us, it's a matter of scaling the fleet and being able to, to expand um, logistically out of our current regions. Speaking of expansion and going back to where we kind of first started when I asked you about just working on fruit and vegetable crops for now, and you said that's where the target is now, does the company have plans to expand it into other crops eventually? Yeah, so I'd say today our focus remains strongly on the specialty crop market. Um, and there are, there are a lot, of, I would say there is a lot of growth potential in there, um, crops like sweet corn, um, and I would even extend towards certain, you know, sunflowers grown for seeds. Um, you may not consider them specialty crab, but in, in California, they, they are seen as so. Um, I, I do see a world where we, at the end of the line, we, we built equipment that can work on commodity crops. Um, mechanically speaking, it's definitely challenging because um, we're, we're dealing with different dimensions in terms of block and expectation of um, speed and, and coverage. Um, something that we'd love to explore with partners, um, I would say within the next few years, but for now the focus is strongly on, uh, vegetables. Very interesting. We can find pictures on your website, I'm assuming. Yes. And on Google FarmWise Titan, I would also encourage people to look at our LinkedIn account where we post a lot of videos and Instagram as well. We have um, videos of the actuation and you can actually see how the blades move in the ground and how they really like 
navigate um, the crop map, so to say. I would imagine, uh, I was going to ask you like what kinds of issues or challenges you've had as you've been developing. I guess weather would be one of them, right? If it's too muddy or... Um, yeah, so um, yeah, definitely. So one thing I mentioned is soil condition and you can factor in weather into that. Um, you know, like the first fields of the season in Salinas get planted in December, uh, late December. And, you know, we sometimes have some, you know, um, just pretty rainy and cold weather. And so that doesn't help, I would say, for the for the beginning of the season. But we're pretty fortunate to be working in California. And it's also, you know, there is a reason why those crops are grown there nine months out of 12 um as a company lots of lots of challenges because we're a small business um mm -hmm. so we have lots of ambitions and and lots of potential for growth um but but we're also like by the nature of our company we are asked to focus and and really prove um it's a customer validation to for the investors people who like back us um mostly coming from silicon valley that's the challenge right is being able to to build a wonderful service model, a service business that farmers can trust and rely on. And at the same time, you know, deliver on those growth metrics that maybe are more typical of Silicon Valley startups uh, that do not work in specifically in agriculture. Um, so that's, that is always a definitely a tension and, and obviously we'd love to build more machine as fast as possible, but you can only grow so fast and hiring so many engineers at once. Um, so taking our time there and making sure, you know, we're, we're building the right products to market is, is very important. We are about out of time here today, Pauline, but I know farmer and rancher listeners are going to want to know about costs. So can you explain to me how the pricing works on this? Yeah. So again, we, we do not sell the equipment. We're not asking for people to give front amount of money. What we're doing is we're basing our price per acre upon current market price for hen weeding costs. So we're really trying to be competitive with what growers will pay for hen weeding crews. Um, and again, our goal here is not to replace hen weeding crews, but rather to help farmers bridge a gap when those weeding crews disappear and helping them get familiar with solution that will be there once labor in the field is not a reality anymore. The price will depend, obviously, organic versus conventional crops, density of crops. Um, you know, for instance, broccoli are, are planted at a way higher density. So usually work on broccoli and celery on the organic side is, is a little more expensive, but trying to be as much competitive as possible with hen weeding crews and give a bracket. In California, farmers can pay between $150 per acre per pass of a hen weeding crew up to 350 and potentially more depending on wheat pressure. So we're really working within that bracket. Anything else that you would like to mention or talk about that I didn't ask about? We're hiring across the board and we're looking for people who want to be part of this journey and 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 want to come to work on a product that's definitely changing the way we farm and grow our food. We're hiring on the engineering department and operations. So um, please, yeah, check out our website and get in touch. And that website is farmwiselabs.com. Pauline Cantero, Head of Business Development and Partnership with FarmWise, my guest here on the Ag Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Boyer.